0: We're back. Oh my God, guys. I feel like I actually can't remember how to speak to you. It's been so long. I was initially supposed to take just a couple weeks break for summer, you know, gather my thoughts and ended up being a little bit longer than that. But let's not focus on that because we're back. Me and you, we're back together. I have missed you so much. I always used to say um, doing this podcast and speaking to you guys was like therapy for me. Like I literally... I don't really speak about my feelings in life, and if you don't, if you've never listened to this podcast before, if you're new, hello. Um, but this is just me, essentially telling you my inner monologue it's in the name I just say everything that's on my mind and I don't really do that a lot in life like I'm not a big chatter I feel like I'm one of those people that's always asking people questions like I enjoy listening to other people speak and I do not go to therapy I have a whole story about that as well that I'm gonna update you on but um I don't go to therapy so this is essentially my only time I actually get to like express how I'm feeling about life and I really need it and when I didn't have it went a bit cuckoo which I'll fill you in on but yeah, I'm really sorry that it was a little bit longer than expected, the, the break. Uh, you guys have been letting me know on TikTok that you really wanted it back. I swear I could literally post that my, God bless, it will never happen, but like my whole family died in a house fire and everyone be like, but where is the podcast? But the important thing is we are back two times a week Wednesday and Friday I will be releasing podcasts and make sure you hit follow so you never miss a podcast because they're gonna be juicy I feel like I feel like I've got so much to fill you in on my life has been crazy so I hate like when people are like I've got so much to tell you like just tell me then so let's just get straight into the podcast shall we I've got a new little setup, by the way. Do you guys like it? I feel like it's a bit more relaxed than the one before. It feels a bit more me. I've also got my matcha here. I'm a little bit parched because on the way here, I got an Uber because basically my mum's overstaying me at the minute. She's still in my car. I'm going to let her off with this one because she has been looking after me for the past week. I feel like I'm going to have such word vomit here. Like, you're probably going to have to, like... I think on Spotify, I know on Spotify you can do this. You can change the speed of a podcast. I often speed up podcasts because my mind goes a million miles an hour and I speak quite quickly, so I can listen quite quickly. So you might have to slow my podcast on today because I've got so much to say that it's just going to be a bit intense. But anyway, my mum's staying with me at the minute because I recently had surgery on my arm. Do you remember ages ago that I said I had cancer in my arm? I had, like, a rare cancer, just one of those little things. Um, And then... I was meant to get it removed. Like, basically, I just had to get a big section of my arm cut out. But I was like, that's going to be a big scar. And I am an actual, like, I am a child. I turned 22 a couple of weeks ago, and I still feel 17. Not even 17. Only a 12-year-old would say, let's push off the cancer surgery because I don't want a scar on my arm. Um, but anyway, I decided to push it off until after summer because I was like, I plan on being a little thought this summer. Like, it's a, like I'm single... I to say, this is the first like single summer I've had. I've literally like been single every summer. But I just like thought this was going to be a big summer. I don't need a big scar on my arm. Not that there's anything wrong with scars. I actually really like scars. And I love seeing people with scars. And I, there's this girl called Tyler, you know, Tyler, the girl who sings water, you know, that trend on TikTok. God, if you could see my TikTok draft, you would be horrified. I'm sure you guys can probably relate. If, if you've ever tried that water trend where you like Oh, don't even. I just like, I don't, I literally have an inverted button these days. I mean, it's always been bad. It's always been like straight up, straight down. But um, recently it has been inverted and I I have been trying to do that water challenge on TikTok. Look it up if you don't know what I mean. Can you just imagine? they I mean, like if my drafts ever got leaked, I would be fucked. Like I would actually be fucked. Like my text, you know, like there's nothing on there. Even my photos on my camera roll. I just want to say my photos on my camera roll aren't that bad, but I did actually experience a bit of a phenomenon. So, Going off on so many really challenges here, guys, but I got my boobs done. I think we've we've spoken about that. I, I did a podcast on getting my boobs done. And I don't I don't even want to talk about it that much because I don't like to um promote surgery or anything because I think everyone's perfect how they are and stuff. But um getting my boobs done, uh, honestly changed my life. Like my confidence levels have gone through the roof. Like that was my biggest insecurity and now it's fixed. Like, it's actually crazy. I'm not even like that much more comfortable. I'm not a very like naked person. I feel like I don't really, I'm not not comfortable in front of people naked. Like I don't even like get my tits out. And one thing I've never done is send nudes. (laughs) Let's just get straight into it, shall we? First episode back. I've never, I mean, you know what? I was never asked for nudes in school. Everyone was like, that was a big thing. Everyone was like, nudes are being leaked and stuff and group out. God bless the girls that that happened to. It's actually a horrible, horrible thing. And I think it's a really, really dangerous thing sending nudes. And you have to be really, really careful with that. And I'm not going to tell you never to do it because do whatever you want, but, like, it's dangerous to do that because you never know, your digital footprint is there forever, and trust me, I know about that because my digital footprint is fucked. They want to TikTok dances. Like, I always think about this, like, if I ever meet someone new and they look up my name on TikTok, they're going to find TikTok dances of me. And, like, I'm not a dancer, I can't dance, so what am I doing dancing on TikTok? Anyway, no one ever asked me for nudes, and then I got my boobs done. (laughs) Like, I don't do it anymore, but for the first two months, I had to be careful if I was ever showing someone a photo on my camera, it was just, like like tasteful nudes of me because I was just obsessed with the way I looked. I couldn't get over it. I couldn't get over it. I had boobs. I wasn't selling them to anyone. Again, no one was asking me. I was like painfully single at this time, but I was just taking so many. But that was um a phenomenon that I did experience after that. that I wanted to chat to you guys about that. I, I couldn't stop taking naked pictures of myself. Anyway, back to the whole score thing. So Tyler, who d- sings that song Water, I am obsessed with her. She is a stunning, stunning girl. And I was pushing off, pushing off getting this, like, this cancer surgery done because I didn't want a big scar on my arm. Like, it, it is a, it's a gnarly fucking scar. Like, if you could, I, I would show you, but this video would probably get taken off Spotify. But I was, like, obsessed with her, you know, stalking her on Instagram, on TikTok, as I do. And she's got a big scar on her arm. And I was like, she's the most beautiful girl in the world. And, like, I saw this scar and I didn't think anything, it didn't make her any less beautiful. This thing, like, I always, like, beat myself up a lot. Like, I feel like I've got quite, like, bad self um I feel like a lot of girls can sometimes suffer this. Like, I don't love looking at myself in the mirror and, like, I pick myself apart. But then I see someone else with a scar or I see someone else with, I don't know, a spot on their face and I don't think it makes them any less beautiful. And I think they like... And I'm always the person that will, like, hype up my friends. Like, if my friends ever say anything bad about themselves, I'm like, you're literally the most stunning person in the world. Like, stop saying anything bad about yourself. But then internally, I say all this bad stuff about myself. Interesting thought. But anyway, I saw Tyler had a scar on her arm and I was like, she looks gorgeous with a scar. So, fuck it, booking myself in. And I finally booked myself in to get um my cancer removed got that done a couple days ago I've just got like full-on staples in my arm like the scar goes like all the way like from here to here and it's got like um staples in and I look like Frankenstein um but honestly I feel like I've handled it a bit like a boss don't know if the cancer's all gone yet um it's not like a bad cancer either so don't be worried if you're new here it was just like a little like it's actually a really rare cancer so I'm not like the other girls but it's like a little tumour, and yeah, they basically just had to get rid of it. Um, and the, the reason I did, I didn't mind waiting until after summer. So stupid, and you should never, ever do that. Do as I say, not as I do. But um, the reason I didn't mind waiting was because it doesn't, like, it doesn't, it can't kill you. It's like, a, it doesn't really spread, and it can't kill you, and it's like 99% survival rate. And I was like, well, the likelihood of me being the 1% is pretty low. It's still there, but um, that's why I left it for so long. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that's why my mom's staying with me. She's been looking after me, bless her. She's been cooking me my meals and tidying my house. She stole my car today. We took the cat to the vet. I'm just trying to fill you in what I've been doing today. I took the cat to the vet because Per Hector's getting his balls cut off. I know what happens. Uh, it's The time has come. He's been getting too noisy. And also, he, he started humping me. And this is, like, something that I didn't even know cats could fucking do. I am deeply disturbed every time. my fuck. Like, he's my son. I give I give birth to that cat. I give birth to both my cats in my head and he gets on top of me and you know what it's when I wear my dressing on which is all day, every day, all I wear is a fucking dressing gown. If I'm, the second I get in my house, my whole outfit is coming off. My dressing gown is coming on. Uh, like, I cannot sit in my house in normal clothes. I hate it. Anyway, he obviously, like, likes the feeling of the fur of my dressing gown. And I've obviously got furry blankets. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bum, bundled up kind of girl. I love being bundled up and warm and cozy. And I love rubbing my feet together like a little grasshopper. Like, that is, like, my favorite thing to do. And um, he obviously just loves it too, a bit too much. Because it keeps coming on top of me and humping me. And sometimes the blanket gets wet, and it's actually fucked up. So his balls are getting cut off, and that's what we went to the vet to today to get a little consultation. And it's tomorrow; he's getting his balls chopped off tomorrow. No, no time to even process it. He didn't get a summer. I got a full summer to process it. Have like a little like crazy time before I'm getting a big scar on my arm. He has one day of freedom to hump the blanket, so he better enjoy it. So on the way here as well, I was stuck in really bad traffic, and this is like my first day back. Like I have had what's, it's probably you no, know, it's been like three or four months off. You would think on my first record back, I would be on time. But I'm just like a notoriously kind of late person, and it's not an offensively late. I'm I'm not offensively late. Like I actually just I would oh I've got so much to talk about. I I started like talking to someone, um, kind of saying not not saying like oh yeah I, I was talking to someone for a few weeks, and. They were so late, and I never thought—I've never thought being late is like a really bad thing, and that's because I'm a late person. So who am I to fucking judge someone for being late? But like, I have like never been so angry about someone being late in my life. Like, it actually I think is like a, one of the, like it's a big deal breaker for me. Like, it's a big thing. Like, he would be like two or like two hours late, maybe an hour late. And I just could not deal with it because I, I've just never dated someone that's been that late before. And maybe I'm usually that person. So maybe I was just getting a taste of my own medicine. But anyway, I was being late to the podcast today and I was stuck in an Uber because my mom stole my car. I was in the Uber and it was taking so long. And I was like, right, it's gonna be a 15 minute drive or a six minute line bike. If you don't know what a line bike is, um, it's these bikes that are like all over London, like electric bikes. So you can actually go really fast on them. And I only really discovered them this summer. And they are such a fun way to get about with your friends, um, especially like if you're, I mean, you're actually not supposed to drink and cycle. But like usually I drive places, but if I want to have one drink, I can't drive. I'm not that kind of person. I will never have one drink and drive like that freaks me out, I feel like. I feel like I can get drunk off one drink, so I will never, I will never do that. So I'm like, oh, I I would usually get Ubers, but then I discovered line biking, and it's so fun. And like, it's just such a main character moment. But one thing I've never done, or one thing I'd never done up until last week, was line bike on my own. Now there's just something so icky to me about. I'm sorry if you do it, but there's something so icky to me about someone cycling somewhere or on a scooter, and it's the most normal thing ever, and it's the most irrational ick I have. But like, if I, if like, if a boy like cycled up to my house. Like, when I was going on a date with someone they cycled up and, like, parked their fucking line, like, I'm-, I'm not going to do anything. I'm obviously still going to go on the date, but, like, there's just something that's so icky about like, just getting over. And it's, oh, I don't know. It's, or even just walk. Please just walk or jog. I'd be so less icked out if you just jogged. Um, actually, the other day I was walking and these two guys who were actually kind of hot rollerbladed past me. And I was like, that's fucked. That is that is so much worse than I'm biking or scootering. But anyway, I was in the car on the way here and the traffic was fucking crazy. And I was like, right, I'm actually just going to have to get out here. So I got out of the Uber... I found a line bike, I chucked in my, uh, (laughs) this is like what also really scares me, I've got an expensive bag, and it is the bag that I use every day, and it is the best investment I've ever, like I I was actually speaking to someone recently about it, I was like what is like the one thing that you've, like a designer thing that you've bought that you get the most wear out of, and for sure mine is this bag, because it's just like a, a black handbag that it fits it's like one of those like Mary Poppins, like it fits so much in it. And it's just, it goes with everything. It's just perfect. And it, but it's Bottega and it's expensive. I had to chuck my Bottega into the um, basket of the line bike and cycle like furiously through um, central London. And I was like, anyone could come right now and just grab this bag I got of the line bike, but I made it in one piece. Um, I didn't even have time to be embarrassed because I was cycling so furiously. And, like, it goes fast. Like, I swear I was going, like, 30 miles per hour there. And the, the speed limit is 20. I definitely was going 30 miles per hour, but it felt like 30 miles per hour. I got here so fast. Anyway, my mum, the reason she took my car was because she had to go pick up my packages from my old flat. Now, this is a story that I need to tell because I have, like, I'm not an angry person. Well, I Well, okay, well, with my... In relationships, sometimes I can pop off. But with my friends, I will never, ever fight. I don't think I've ever... I think me me, and one friend once had an argument when I was drunk where I got a bit leery, but that's so not me. Like, I'm not an angry person. I took myself out yesterday. I haven't been leaving the hottest lot, but I took myself out, went to my um, old area, which is Primrose Hill. It's literally like my favorite area in London. I love it so much. It's so peaceful. It like doesn't feel like London. It's like a little village. The high street is amazing. And I feel so nostalgic now when I go back there because I used to live there. But um, a lot of my PR still gets sent to my old flat. I've changed most of it. So like most of my stuff comes to my my current residence. But obviously some companies just haven't switched it over yet. And it's not that much, but like it accumulates over a few months. So Every like three months or so, I'll go back to my old flat and I'll just pick up my old packages and it's always so fun as well because like I get like a big like so grateful and so blessed but like it's literally like Christmas like I literally get all these presents all at once and it's so fun love doing it anyway never had a problem I always go and I ring the doorbell and I'm very polite and there's like three flats in it because it's like, like just like a hoist with like three flats in it and I usually someone's in and I just say hi I'm Olivia I used to live in the ground floor um my packages are just in the foyer can I just can you just buzz me and I'll just grab them and they're like yeah sure never question anything. They know that there's someone's packages just stacked up in the foyer. Like they don't even have to like come down and answer the door. Like I'm not coming into their flat. I'm just going into the little public foyer bit. Um, all good, usually not a problem. But I haven't been in a while. And I, I tried to go recently and, and I rang on the doorbell and the person, one of the one of the flats answered. And I was like, hi, whatever, said my thing. Um, and she was like, no, sorry, I'm on a call right now. So I, I can't buzz the door. And I was a bit like, oh, whatever. But it, this was a while ago and I had something to do. And it was a Tuesday afternoon, and I get that she might have been like working or something or on a call, and I was just interrupting, and I was like, right, fuck it, I'll leave. Whatever. I'll come, I'll come back another time and get my packages. And I I never got wrong to it until yesterday. I was in the area and I was honestly like I I took myself out and then I was like, fuck, this I feel horrible right now. I need to go back to bed. I was like really cranky. I was so hungry. I was so I was a bit hungry as well. I was like, you know what? Passing my old flat, let me just cheer myself up and go get my PR packages. So I walk up to the door, I ring on the doorbells and the only person that's in answers and, and they're like, hello. And I'm like, hi, whatever. I say my thing. Um, I think it's the same girl as last time. And I'm like, whatever. My packages are just in the foyer. Would you be able to please buzz me in and I'll just grab them? And she was like, no, I don't have any of your packages. And I was like, I by this point, by the way, before I even ran, I looked through the letterbox and there was a, a, a tower, a massive tour of my packages just sat there and I could see on the side like what they were and like there was like Olaplex and you know what still gets sent there? Like Dior Beauty and Gucci Beauty and upon reflection now I'm thinking about it. This girl, I think I didn't really like, I couldn't really tell. I think she might've been like 30. If I moved into a flat... And there was Dior Beauty and Gucci Beauty being sent there. I'm fucking taking it, you know? If no one's claiming it, I'm taking it. So I don't, like, I, I'm thinking she's probably been taking my stuff, but I could see there was, like, Olaplex stuff, and there were so many packages and that. It was just really exciting. I, who doesn't love Olaplex? I'm not fucking, like, love Olaplex so much, but it's so expensive. Like, free Olaplex. Are you joking? Anyway, so I'd already looked through and seen all this. She goes, she goes no, I don't have any of your packages. And I was like, oh, no, no, I know you don't, but they're just in the foyer. And she goes, no, sorry. And up phone. And I was in disbelief. I like, you know what? Usually I would have just walked away and I would have just like contacted the landlord and said something. But like, I was like, I'd had a really, really bad day. And I was like, maybe she just doesn't understand. Anyway, so I keep buzzing the, the doorbell. I'm like, this has to be a mistake. So I can keep buzzing, keep buzzing. And eventually she answers again. She's like, this isn't your house. And I was like, at this point, I not I saw red. I actually saw red. No, sorry. In between, by the way, um, when I was buzzing and she wasn't answering, I like went and stood in the footpath. I was like, right, maybe this woman thinks I'm like some scary person, and like she like doesn't want to buzz someone. Like, some obviously, like don't buzz a stranger into your like pub into the foyer of your flat because like that could be dangerous. So I like stood. I was wearing skinny jeans and pumps and a little crop top and a hairband. You know, like I'm not a very intimidating person. So I went and stood on the pavement so she could see me, and she was stood at her window, and I she was like, like hi. And she just ran behind the wall again, ran behind the curtain, and I was like, "This fucking bitch is stealing my po- my, my, my my She has to be stealing my parcels. Por- like, there's no other reason that she's hiding from me." Anyway, so I, I go up, keep buzzing the doorbell. She answers. She's like, "This isn't your house," and I was like. I know. I don't want to come into your flat. Can I just have my? And then I said, "Fucking!" I said, "Can I just have my fucking parcel?" Like, I, like that was ivory for me. Like, I, I, like that was I was I was raging. I was so raging. Stop holding my fucking parcels hostage. Anyway, she hangs up again, and um, so I go stand out on the pavement, staring up at her, and she just starts videoing me. This woman is sat in her fucking in her window like this, just videoing me. And I was literally, like, I was, like, at this point, I was, like, I could do, like, I could just, like, start screaming. But I was, like, she's also videoing me. And if she posts this, like, she knows my name, like... I, I'm thinking she must know who I am or something and just like doesn't want to like give up the parcels or like I don't know maybe she hates me like doesn't want to let me in and then I was like all right I need to leave right now because if I just keep buzzing her doorbell like I'm not get, I'm not getting these parcels from her so I need to leave and she's videoing me and this is so embarrassing she's probably gonna post it now of me just standing on this, this the footpath just looking up at her like this but I also like what are you doing with that video but anyway got in the car I went home but then I felt like I literally had a panic attack after because I I was like like that was psycho like I was like buzzing her doorbell and then I like told my mom and my mom was like that's harassment Libby. you shouldn't buzz someone's doorbell that many times I was like but she's fucking keeping my parcels hostage like it's not my fault anyway I felt so so horrible about it and then I was like maybe she was actually really scared and she couldn't verify it was it was me and But then I was like, also she saw me and if she was, she couldn't verify it was me, come on, I fucking have my ID on me. I can show you videos of me living in the house, you know, like it's not that deep. Like I'm a little girl, I'm not going to beat you up. Anyway, it was a whole situation. I got so upset about it, so angry. And then I I had, like, extreme guilt after because I said fucking to a stranger and I literally have been beating myself out about it for the past 24 hours. Anyway, my mum had to go back today. That's why she took the car. I was like, mum, I can't even deal with this woman. She's actually a witch and I need my Olaplex. So can you please just go tomorrow? So my mum took the car and she went to deal with it. So hopefully i finally got my parcels back but anyway that was the thing that happened yesterday this first time i acted on rage and you know what it wasn't that bad like i i've never hit anyone in my life and if the, the worst thing i've done in my life is press someone's buzzer a few times then i'm gonna have to just live with it but oh guys it was a whole ordeal Now i think i should give you a little bit of a rundown of what happened this summer i remember the last time i spoke to you was just before i was going to italy on my solo trip I actually did have company on that trip for like a few days and then I did the last few days on my own. I think I was alone for like three or four days. So it was really not that much and was a bit dramatic calling it a full like solo trip. Like shut up Olivia. Like I literally went to fucking, I, I did not leave my hotel. Let me explain. My solo trip, like I thought I could, I thought I could do it, but I think I've realized I'm not, um, I don't love my own company that much. I, I'm not very, like, I love my own company. Like, I love locking myself away in my house and scrolling on TikTok for days and, like, not speaking to anyone, not seeing anyone, just seeing my cats. I could do that forever. Um, But going out and doing things, I don't love doing it on my own. I sometimes get a bit stressed out. So, basically, I went to Positano in Italy, and I went, I booked myself into, like, honestly, I think it's, like, my favorite hotel I've ever stayed and It was so cool. It was like built into a cliff so like every like you had to get this like lift like this outdoor lift up the cliff to get anywhere and it was so fun but I basically just like did not leave my hotel room like I would spend all day by the beach I would I burnt myself to a fucking crisp as well because I just like didn't know what else to do apart from sit in the sun and read my book and um, and then I would go and sit in my room at nighttime and FaceTime my friends because I was too scared to be on my own. Uh, I once tried to go into the Positano like town and um, I got a little boat taxi from my hotel. They brought me into the harbour and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. What was I even going to do? I was going to like go get a little drink on my own. I was going to get some food, have a little wander about, do some shopping. I get off and the first thing that happens was two Australian girls who were lovely came up to me and were like, oh my God, we we like we watch your stuff. And I was like, for some reason, I was so embarrassed that I was on my own. And it's not an embarrassing thing, but like I just like, I, I didn't know what to say to them. And they're like, so what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And I just started, started like saying the most like random shit to them because like I was just trying to like, f- like I, I I just, when I panic, I just say random stuff. And then they left and it was all I could think about. And it was like, I was trying to like wander on, trying to enjoy my time on my own, like trying to find myself in fucking Positano. And I couldn't, because all I could think about was this weird stuff I said to these poor Australian girls. And then some American guy comes up to me and is like, yo, like you're beautiful. Like, um, do you want to come to my table tonight at a club? And instead of being like, like I wish I could just be like, no, leave me alone. Because that's like what you're supposed to do when you're a solo, a solo traveler. Shut up, Olivia. You're in fucking Positano. But um, like when you're on your own as a girl, that you should be able to be like strong. And be like, no, no, no. I don't like leave me alone. But instead I was like, oh, I'm going to meet my boyfriend not for dinner, but um, maybe we could come after. He's like, yeah, like let me grab your number. Like basically like what? I was like, I was not meeting my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. I was not going for dinner either. So I started like walking in the direction to this restaurant. This boy's like, okay, like I'll walk with you and like I'll take your number and then you can both join us. And so I starts walking with me and like trying to make conversation with me. And I fucking panicked. I panicked so much. I like, I eventually got rid of him. Like I promised him that I would see him that night with my boyfriend. What the fuck? Like, why can't I just say, no, leave me alone, you freak. Anyway, I ran into a shop. I ran to my mom, like nearly crying. Like I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like people are like staring at me. I think I'm going to be kidnapped. I got back on the taxi, but went back to the hotel and I didn't leave the hotel again. And that was my solo trip. It was pathetic. It was actually pathetic. Um... So not even much to update you on. I wish I could like have some sort of, I mean, you know what? I did learn something. I was like, I need to like learn something about myself. And what I did learn is that I don't like being on my own that much. I, I don't like being in public on my own. I think I get a bit anxious in, especially like Positano, Gord's place. I love Italy so much. It's like my favorite place to go on holiday, but Positano is heaving. It is so busy. I, honestly like I wouldn't recommend it like even if you like saw my tiktoks or like my photos like, I made it seem incredible but that's just fucking like, social media for you everyone always makes it seem incredible but in reality it's like heaving with people like you cannot get places like everyone's like touching each other and it's so fucking warm everyone's sweating on each other the beaches aren't that nice and there's like it's impossible to like it's just not like there's so many nicer places to go It's also so expensive because everyone's like it's so touristy so they hitch up the prices so much the best like meals I had we're like up in the mountains like far away from the beach and stuff like they like there is some really really nice places to go there but I would honestly recommend not going to Positano if you're going to Italy if you want to go to Italy I would go like I don't know maybe somewhere down south like in Sicily like a little just a little bit less like 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 I feel like less bucket listy. because honestly not all it's built up to be it's not as bad as Cinque Terre if you're ever thinking of going to Cinque Terre don't go there I went there with my family and it was even worse than Positano most beautiful place to go ever and so blessed to go there but just so overpriced and overrated and so busy and not what you think it is from social media then after my solo trip I basically had a really shit month I did not have it was not my finest month at all it was literally just when I stopped the podcast and I kind of boil it all down to that I'm joking it was not because of that but like basically I was there was a lot of things in my life that were like going a little bit skew Um I was in a bit of a toxic situation. I couldn't live at my house. I was getting my bathrooms redone. I couldn't live in my house for, I think like two months. And it made me, so, like, it put things so under perspective for me because, like, I was just, like, sofa hopping. I was sleeping on people's sofas, which is never ideal. I fucking hate sleeping on sofas because, like, obviously the sun wakes you up at, like, 6 a.m. It was in summer, like, peak summer as well. Uh, Sleeping on people's sofas. I was having to, like, get hotels, which wasn't ideal because, like, that's expensive. Like, I didn't like it. I was living out of a suitcase. I had no clean clothes. I had to keep buying, like, pants from Primark. I had, like, it just, like, throws you off. And, like, obviously, like, I'm so, like, out of touch because I literally was just didn't have anywhere to live because I was getting my fucking bathrooms remodeled like shut up and um, like that is some people's reality like they can't have it somewhere to live so it made me like very grateful because like when you when you like are thrown out of that routine it's kind of it's actually crazy like I just was everything was just weird <laughs> that time as well I had like I had such a shit thing happen and I do want to talk about it because it kind of like went viral not viral on TikTok I I didn't see it because the person who posted it blocked me but like people brought it up to me basically I posted a photo on Instagram um and before actually before I get into that I am really really against editing and I'm not naive I know photos of me are probably being retouched like i i did i've done like campaigns and stuff you know and i would hope in those photos that they i don't know blur my skin or something like if there's going to be something like on billboards i would like it retouched a little bit and like i have like blurred um i i sometimes blur my armpit hair cuz i never i know i'm the worst shaver in the world and um I, I, I literally like paid to get full body laser and i went to like three sessions and then i was like uh that's ever like it kind of hurts and it's kind of embarrassing getting on all fours and a stranger lasering my butthole like i don't want to do this anymore so i stopped doing that um and i'm the worst shaver like i'm just so not on top of shit so like sometimes i like i don't love or arm- i mean in real life i don't care about armpit hair like i like like, I'm not one of those, like, religious shavers. But, like, when I'm posting on Instagram, like, I know people can just be weird and stuff, so sometimes I just blur out my armpit hair. and But that is what I, like, all I do. Um, I once also spoke about how, whenever I was 16, the photo's still up, I edited my chin, and it's the worst, like, Photoshop feel ever. Like, if you can go back and find it, it's a photo of me in Amsterdam, and I edited my chin. And I I don't know, I just hate editing, like, um, when people edit their photos. And I've publicly spoken about it so much, because I think it's the most damaging thing ever, and it's so sad. And it's actually, like, it's, like, it's sad that people feel they need to do it but like I literally will watch people I know like change their whole fucking face on facetune and like edit their bodies and whatever and it's it's I, I I actually disagree with it so much it infuriates me because I know that young girls follow these people and will compare them like everyone compares themselves to everyone these days and it's not even real and it's like you're already Instagram's already fit like, you're already posting your only your good bits and like posing in certain ways and only like posting your good outfits and everyone's life seems incredible on Instagram like, you don't need to fucking start facetuning yourself as well on top of that but I'm also not one to judge and I like everyone can do what they want I just think it's very damaging but anyway I've always publicly spoken about that I really really disagree with it and um I I posted a photo on Instagram that someone had before me and so I don't know who it was I don't know like it It wasn't like, I I, I don't know who it was. I don't want to put blame on anyone. But someone had got, like, sent me this photo to post, like, given me permission to post this photo. So I posted it. um, And it was originally a Getty image. If you don't know what Getty is, it's basically like um, paparazzi pictures. And they've got a website. You can literally... My Getty images are fucked. Honestly, like just do it. Like I, it's kind of funny to look back over the years. And um, but if you look up on Getty images, my name, like some of the photos on there are fucked. Like they are so bad. The image, like I Getty images are just they're horrible. But anyway. It's quite interesting because like you can always see a raw photo. So, like I know Tana Mojo always makes jokes about this. So she'll get a Getty image at an event, like she's got a paparazzi picture, they'll post it on Getty Images, like the Getty people do it themselves. It's a raw photo. They don't obviously don't fucking retouch it. And um, they'll post it. I keep saying the F-word, sorry. Um, they post it, and then Tana Mojo will take that Getty image, face tune it, edit herself, and then post it on Instagram, shamelessly because then you can like obviously take her Instagram and put it beside the Getty image and you can see that it's clearly edited, but she doesn't give a fuck. Like she, she openly speaks about editing her photos. Like she doesn't care that you can see the raw final form, but it's just an interesting way as well of being able to tell if someone edits their photos, because you have access to the, like, everyone has access to the Getty images. Anyway, um, so someone had sent me this photo. I just thought that like color graded it, whatever, put their filter on it and I posted it and, um, Someone then screenshotted my Instagram, went and found the Getty image and put them side by side and it had been edited. Like my body had been edited. And this was at a time that I had just got my boob job done. And after surgery, especially something like a boob job, like where you're literally having fucking like a... Oh my God, I need to stop saying the F word. Sorry. I literally say the F word as in like, um, like it's like my, like my in-between word. um when you get like... so, like it's a foreign object being put into your body and they pump you full of, like I was on, I told you I couldn't shit for 10 days. I was on so many medication. Anesthetic can like just clog you up. Like I've been in bed. I've been literally bed for like two weeks. Hadn't worked out, you know, a lot of water retention. And I've just put on a bit of weight and I was a bit bloated and like, I I didn't care at all. Because at that point I was so happy and like high on life because I had tits for the first time in my life I did not care about my body and like that was like that's quite rare because usually like I'm quite um aware of what like I I just have sometimes a b- bad thoughts about my body um and at this point I didn't even care like I hadn't even weighed myself like I just I could tell that I had put on weight because my clothes were fitting differently but that like I like I just didn't care I literally couldn't care because I was so happy at that time it was like summer and I had tits that was like the main thing of my life. Like in the Getty image, I think I look great. Like I think I look so good. But um, anyway, the person, wh- whoever had done this had made me like in my body and made me look skinnier. And that fucked me up because I think like a lot of girls, I'm sure you can probably relate. Like, I, like I'm like i not gonna sit here and be like, I've got the best relationship with my body. Like I don't, I have fucking like the worst relationship ever. Like I have bad what is that? Like, I don't know how I'm trying to say it. Like, body... Probably, I probably have body dysmorphia. I'm not going to self-diagnose myself with anything. But um, I think, like, a lot of girls just... Especially with social media noise, compare yourself to everyone. You know, I... Like, I can't, like I sh- should have known at some point someone's going to edit me to be a bit skinnier. But no, that's fucked up, actually. I do not agree with that. I was fucking raging. The first The first thought I thought was, that is so embarrassing because everyone... Oh, yes, someone made a TikTok comparing um, the two photos of the editing, being like, oh, my God, Olivia Neal editing... Her photos to make herself look skinnier on her instagram my first thought was that is so embarrassing because there's actual receipts of me on this podcast being like i'm so against editing so that's so embarrassing that someone now like thinks that i'm editing my photos and i didn't want to sit and also the person had blocked me so i didn't even hear about it until a couple weeks later my friend brought it up like quite sheepishly and i think like like oh, so he, he brought it up being like oh yeah like like what did you think about that TikTok? And I was like, what TikTok? What the fuck are you talking about? Because I actually had gotten a few comments being like, why are you editing yourself? And I was like, what are these people talking about? Like, maybe I just look so good, people think I'm editing myself. And I like, I had no idea. Because I'd never, like, obviously I'd never compared the two images. Um, and he kind of sheepishly brought it up. And I was like, wait, what are you on about? And he's like, the TikTok, it's got like 50K likes of you editing your picture. Like, lord, like you shouldn't have done that. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I realized like this TikTok existed and... All my friends had seen it and no one had said anything to me because they thought that I'd actually just been editing my photos and they like thought that like that, that's really embarrassing like that she's been caught out editing her photos and no one had said anything, um to me and yeah I was so embarrassed so that was my first thought was I'm embarrassed and then I was like fucking raging because I was like what is wrong with me like who like who are these people to edit my body like fair enough blur my skin you know like maybe I had a few spots or whatever but fucking don't make me don't change my my body shape and they changed my hairline like okay yeah my hairline isn't ideal okay I've been bleaching my hair for a while so it's not ideal but don't oh it was just fucked up like I was so angry and then obviously after that came the oh my god I hate myself I actually that kind of really like then I became a bit like oh I put on a little bit of weight, and then I started to hate myself and then did stupid stuff. This is, like, all within the month of June. This is like, this is, I'm trying to, like, explain that this was the worst month ever, because um, I d- didn't have a house. I w- hated myself. I was drinking, um, not, like, excessively. <laughs> like I would literally go out, like, once a week. I, like, was really not, like, in a good place in June, um, to the point that I was, like, literally, like, ringing my mum and dad up at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning, like, not able to breathe from having panic attacks. Um, my manager would have to come out and, like, calm me down in like the middle of the night bless her love that my manager shout out to my manager um but yeah, wasn't doing great, and like couldn't oh, like I didn't have my podcast to speak to anyone about it. So my mom was like, "Okay, you need to go to therapy." So she like arranged for me to go to therapy, and then I was gonna go to therapy. Had a panic attack before. Like I never have had so many consistent panic attacks in my life. Um, but had a panic attack before. Couldn't make it to therapy because I was like, I can't speak. I I, I just can't speak to people. Like I actually cannot do. It. I could not look someone in the eye. Like my mom is always like, "Can you speak to me like, how, about how you feel?" I'm like, "No, I can't do it." I actually just like I close up like a little hermit crab. Um, So how am I going to just go to a random woman's office and sit there and tell her how I feel? Absolutely not, can't do it. So I had a panic attack, didn't go. Still never went. But that was in June. And then after that, my life went up. So sometimes you just have to go down to go up again because after that, summer happened. And let's get into the the real guts of summer. That was just my bad month. I had to fill you in like a little bad month that happened. So the good bits of summer, because then after that, like I went to Ibiza and that just like... I left behind that shitty month and um, my mental health went up and my life just oh I just love Ibiza I cannot recommend Ibiza enough it is a bit annoying because it is quite expensive it's not like I feel like if you go to like Mallorca or something if you're going on holiday like you can get a real like authentic experience like it's like or when you go to Greece like you can eat like I always think when you go on holiday you should be able to eat really really cheap you know like go to, like a little tavern and just eat cheap stuff um oh my god wait I've been breaking veganism which I need to tell you as well sorry let's get back into it but Ibiza is so expensive but honestly it's worth it like this I don't I don't know if I believe in like crystals and stuff all that kind of thing I think it's a nice idea I don't really believe in anything I think it's all nice ideas and I think it's nice if people have beliefs but I just don't believe in anything um <laughs> obviously like I really live in, like science but um there's these things called ley lines is that what the word is ley lines and um they're basically like I think it's like a magnetic area I have no idea what I'm speaking about but anyway there is something about Ibiza that is meant to be really like um uh spiritual and like it's meant to have really good energy and it's like a magnetic part of the world and there's also ley lines under glass and rate about Glastonbury, was meant to go to Glastonbury, was meant to go glamping in Glastonbury with all my friends. Like, it was going to be incredible. Glastonbury is like, like, in my opinion, I think the best festival in the world. Because I think it was probably like, in my head, I was like, the, the two big ones are like Coachella and Glastonbury. Coachella, fucking, you do not need to go to Coachella. It is such an interesting, interesting place. It's, no one has fun there. Like, all the American people just stand and watch, like, they don't even dance or anything. And like, it's just, oh, it, it's a spectacle. It is so interesting. If you get the chance to go, like maybe, but don't pay to go. Honestly, I wouldn't recommend. I will go again probably, so don't hold me to it. But like, <laughs> um, Glastonbury is so fun. Like it's a real, It's that's a real festival, you know? And I was so excited to go back because it was my second time. And the first time I went was last year and I didn't really know what to expect. And I didn't pack properly. I didn't bring any like food or water. Like I, did, I had no idea. It was like my first proper fest- camping festival. So this year I was so excited to go because... Again, all my friends were going and I actually like knew what to expect this time. So I could like was like more prepared. Um, but that was in June when I was having my big mental breakdown. So I was not able to go to Glastonbury. I had a big panic attack the day before it never went. So there was that. Um gutted about that. Can't believe that happened. I should have just gone. Um, but I was not feeling well at all. Anyway, um Ibiza. Most incredible place ever. It literally like my Every, we kept so I, there's this place called Esvedra in Ibiza, and it's like a, a huge, big like rock in the ocean ocean? Did I say ocean? I thought that was like so American of me. That's not an American word though. It was, it's like, I feel like everyone in Britain says sea. Like who says ocean? Anyway, it's a big rock in the sea and it's very magnetic and it's got loads of like mythology behind it and stuff. And it was right, like right beside where I was staying, like my Airbnb. I went with seven girls. It's like a proper big girls trip. And we were right beside Esvedra and the energy the entire time was so good everyone was so happy um like i feel like usually on holidays something goes wrong you know like it's- someone ends up crying like someone falls out like there's always something but the whole time everything was incredible and like logistically yeah it was a bit of a pain because it was like seven of us and like getting around was hard because like if you want to get a nice airbnb in ibiza you have to live in like you have to go in the middle of nowhere because otherwise it's so expensive so we're like in the middle of nowhere and like getting cars and stuff was like hard and like getting reservations and it should have been a little bit like painful and annoying and like we were in the middle of nowhere we couldn't get food or water like we should we should have been a bit like cranky at times but we weren't because everything was amazing because we were right beside this rock and I honestly owe everything to that fucking rock <laughs> like, not to sound crazy but it was just amazing I had the best time ever went with seven girls as well which I haven't done in ages I haven't gone like a proper like girls trip um it was so it was so good and I need to tell you this story honestly the guy's gonna kill me for telling the story but it was just the funniest thing ever so we were all sat at dinner one night as seven girls I think it was like one of, uh, mm, maybe our second last night or something. And one of us got a text from a private Instagram account being like, you come on my boat tomorrow in Ibiza. Obviously sounds like human trafficking. Let's be real here. If you ever get a text from a random Instagram, private Instagram account saying, come on my boat, do not go. Never, you should never ever do that. But obviously I went. Do as I say, not as I do. We were, let me tell you the thought process. So we were sat here, we were like, the, the day before we had gone on a boat, I had got, it was my friend Edie's birthday, and for her birthday present, I had got us a boat day, and you know what, like, for me, it was a great boat, like, it was it like, it was a lovely big, it was a speed boat. okay, but, like, fuck, I'm not, like, it's expensive to rent a boat for the day, I'm not gonna spend over, like, a grand, like, it was, like, a, it was a lot of money, like, I'm not gonna spend over a grand on a boat for a day, obviously, but it's, so, like, I thought I was pushing the boat out, um. By doing this, but anyway, I got her a speedboat. And we but we had the best time ever. Like that's all. That's all we needed was a speedboat. You know, we were jumping in the sea. We went to Formentera, which is an island near Ibiza. We like swam in the sea. It's, like there's like, like my favorite sea in the world is the sea in Formentera. It's like literally a swimming pool. Um. We had like diving competitions, and that's like that's all we needed. You know, someone some guy like drove past us on a speedboat and made us mojitos, and like we swam with the mojitos. So much fun. Had the best time ever. It's all we needed. But in our heads, we were like. Oh, oh, you know, it'd be so fun, like, if we could go on, like, a yacht, like, you know, like, a proper, like, yacht, like, I want to be a little yacht girl, like, I want to shake my ass in a yacht. I don't have an ass, but, you know, that, like, that was in the back of our heads, and the speedboat, although it was so fun, was not giving yacht, okay, it was not giving yacht life. Um. Anyway, so this guy messages us, like, the day after we go on the speed boat, he's like, yo, come on my boat, and we were like, okay, girls, this could be our time to go on a yacht, like, maybe we should seize this opportunity." If there was three of us, we wouldn't have done it because three girls easily overpowered, but there was seven of us. And like, you know what? I actually feel like we, like between us, like we could fight someone. Like I'm trying to justify this. And the more I justify it, the more it sounds like a human trafficking situation. But like my friend Amelia is like, she's like six foot. Like I think she could easily overpower someone if they tried to human traffic us. So we just put all safety aside and we went on this guy's boat. And like, okay initially I was like right we need to like get some background on this mom because if it's like a six-year-old like god knows what um then this is a bad idea but we had a mutual friend so I ring up the mutual friend and I'm like hello uh, so like uh, someone I know followed the guy on Instagram and I ring him up and I'm like hello who is this guy and he's like oh he's just a normal guy he's like our age um he's just our age and he's got a big boat like you should go he's a lovely guy and I was like say less let's go so we all, all seven of us go down. We get picked up on this little small boat at this random little port, and this small boat brings us over to this big boat. And the guys there, and we spend the day on a like this, like a yacht, like a proper super yacht. Like I, sh- I didn't shake my ass on a yacht, but definitely some of my friends who had, bum sh- shook their ass on a yacht, and we just had the best day ever. We like jumped off the like, like we like the boat was. I'm, I'm so bad with like heights and stuff. But I would say the boat was probably sixty meters high. Maybe, maybe 20 meters high, maybe 20 meters high. And I jumped it off and like, we jumped in the sea. We went for lunch. The guy was so nice. Me and the guy got on like a fucking horse on fire. Like we like had the best time ever. We went for dinner that night and then we said our goodbyes and then I kept in touch with him. And then I went on holiday with him. <laughs> so then, well, anyway, so me and the guy got on really well and he was like, you should stay in Ibiza with me. And I was like, I've got things to do, you know, I'm a working woman, but um, I'll catch you some other time. So then the next week, we decided we were going to go on holiday, like this, because I was like, I need to fill you guys in on something like some sort of like romantic fling here. Um, so we went on holiday the next week, we went off. Uh, and then he came back to London with me. And then we decided right, so because like, this has been the first time in ages I've been single, like fully single, and I have loved it. Like, I don't even like okay well okay you know what I miss so much I miss someone stroking my hair and I miss someone like like being there on a night in to like watch a movie like I hate I don't watch tv anymore because I don't like watching tv on my own I like watching tv with people like I don't like like I think I think it's so there's something about like turning the tv on on my own and watching a movie that is so depressing and I never do it anymore so I just sit and watch tiktoks all day and so that's something I miss about having a boyfriend I miss that I miss like like, oh God, there's a lot of things I miss. I miss, like, going out for, like, dinner with someone. I miss just doing, like, mundane things in life with someone. Um, But I love being single so much. I love waking up in the morning and not having any responsibility to, like, Text anyone like I don't have to let someone know what I'm doing for my day. When I go out at night, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to worry about someone texting me. I don't need to like I can flirt with people. I can get drinks off people. I just love being single so much to the point that now I don't think I can. Obviously, I will get a boyfriend at some point. But like now, like I've had like a couple. So anyway, I went on holiday with this boy. We we get on so well. I actually love him, not in that way, but. Like, that was like when I said that, like, we just get on so well. Like, um, but we both just were like, this is not, it's, this is not like that. Like, this is not a, this is not a thing. Like, we are both very much still single. Like, we just, we just get on so well. And I was like, this is the perfect setup ever. So that's where I'm at with Ibiza Boy. Um, like, I don't even have much to update you on. I think we might go on holiday again in, like, a, in a couple of weeks. But I'm just having fun with it. I'll update you more on... I'm getting, like, sweaty because he's like, do not speak about me on your podcast. And now I'm speaking about him on his podcast. But, like, there's no way for you ever to tell who that was. Like, I don't follow him or anything so you can't find him. Uh, so don't try that. But, um, yeah, I'm just having a great time. I feel like, no, it would take a lot for me to not be single. Like, it would take a lot to wife me up because... Like for a, if, to have a boy come into my life and like t- like almost not take that away from me because in a healthy relationship you should be able to have both. But like I just love being single so much with my friends like I like I want them to be my main priority in life. I don't want a boy. I don't want to have like not that you have to answer to any boys, but I also think as well. My last relationship, I learned a lot. Like um, I definitely forgive things that I shouldn't have just out of the fear of not having someone. And I think a real moment for me, like, like, that, like, really, like, put things into perspective and, like, made me get out of something was I, like, thought about, like, my 14-year-old self. And, like, you remember when you're 14 and you, like, romanticise, like, what you're going to be, like, when you're older so much. And, like, you think about the boyfriend that you're going to have and you think about things. And I just thought about, like, me tell Like, I was, like, if I told my 14-year-old self what's been happening right now and what I've been forgiving and, like, what situation I'm in. She'd be fucking disgusted. She'd be like, why are you doing that to yourself? Get out of that. Like, what what is this? Like, go, like, you're not, like, you're worth more than that. And I was like, oh, my God, like, my 14-year-old self would be so fucking disappointed in me right now. So um, I got out of it. And then I basically just, like, it really has made me realise what I do not want in relationships moving forward. And to be honest, I just do not want a relationship. Like, I think I get icked as well so easy right now. I need to, like, do a full po- podcast on this. But, like, I when I start speaking to someone, and this has happened, like, like a lot, like, three times this summer, I'll start speaking to someone, and I literally romanticize them straight away, and I create something in my head, and I think that they're going to be my boyfriend, and I think this is it, and, like, I just become obsessed with them, and, like, I literally, like, oh, I've done some, like, crazy things, like, I would, like, oh, I have a ring doorbell, and I'll literally, like, watch the ring doorbell back of, like, like a boy leaving my house, if I fancy them, I'll be, like, watch, like, rewind it, watch again, like, I'm... I'm crazy. When I start liking someone, I actually go crazy. I mean, it's not that crazy. There's definitely crazier things you can do and I can't believe I just said that. I just completely exposed myself. However, just being honest, like I actually get obsessed with someone whenever I start liking them and I create this idea in my head and then they do one thing that I don't like or that like kind of like fucks up sorry, I just need to stop swearing. Something that kind of like alters the image that I have of them in my head and it just ruins it completely for me and I completely get the ick and I completely stop speaking to them and I've got a really bad problem with like ghosting people as well. Like I can't, this is the thing, I can't express how I feel. I'm really bad at like, saying my feelings to people in person like if someone asks me like oh like I feel like you're being distanced with me what's wrong instead of being like well you did this and I really didn't like it and now I'm starting to feel like I'm drifting away from you I can't say any of that like I'm like there's no way I'll just be like oh sorry I just haven't been on my phone I don't know why it's really bad so instead of do, like instead of speaking I'll just ghost and it's that's something that's been happening recently as well we should probably delve into that but let's get into that in the next episode I kind of want to get like in the next episode really deep dive into the reason that we do things, yeah, anyway, but also, I have, like, a little, like, Q&A box on Spotify, where you're watching this right now, and, and, like, I would love to hear, I don't know, for the next episode, like, if you guys have anything that you want to, like, deep dive on, or, like, things that we do, or, like, things we do in relationships, or just even, like, just any, like, thoughts that you have, I would love to hear, so that we can deep dive together, I love hearing back from you guys, I find it really helpful. Okay, I'm going to run off now, and I'm going to go straight home, and I'm going to hope to God that my mum has got these packages. I don't care if my mum had to fucking smash a window to get these packages. I will, honestly, myself, at this point, if she hasn't given me my Olaplex, but hopefully I'm going to go home and do a big PR unboxing. But oh, it's been so nice to be back, guys. I feel like I got so flustered there and, like, sweaty when I was do- doing this whole podcast. So if you saw me get progressively, like, redder, I probably got a rash as well, so if I got a rash, I'm really sorry about that, um, but I'm just really excited, and... It's very nice to be back with you guys and actually, like, be able to speak out my thoughts because, like, there's so much going on in here. I've got, like, four months' worth of this. Like, the next few podcasts are going to be a lot. I feel like this has been really intense. But thank you for bearing with me and my word vomit and my tangents because I went off on a lot of tangents there. But if you can keep up with me, and, like, if you can keep up with these podcasts, it's honestly a skill. And, like, if you listen to it in real time as well, like, at this real speed, a skill. So congratulations. Anyway, thank you for listening. Love you so much. And I will... Yeah, I'll be back every week on Wednesdays and my mini monologues are every Friday. So keep an eye out. Okay, love you, bye.